I saw a stat today that if you start the season two and zero, you have a sixty three percent chance of making the playoffs. Wow. You gonna do it again? Again? Do you want to? No. You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back to Huddle Up, a football podcast. We actually only did the intro one time. I kind of I kind of played a trick on Daniel there. If you've been listening for a while, when we started the podcast, I had this weird obsession with like the first two lines of the podcast. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why it happened. But I would make these guys do the intro like four or five times, and they hated me for it. I mean, they absolutely hated me for it. So I kind of <laughs> pretended reason. that I was I pretended I was going to do that again today, but I didn't do that. Welcome back, Corey, Daniel, as always. What's going on? Hello. So... Um, the thing about this show is we sit down about a, at a half hour to an hour before the show and, and start just talking about football and it kind of happens really organically. And then I'm finally like, okay, guys, stop. We have to hit the button. So it's kind of a shame. Where did we leave off? Like, let's just pick up where we left off pre-show. What we were just talking about the bets, a trap bet. Yep. Let's trap not get into the week. This is not best bets of the week, but let's just continue because the conversation was going well and I don't want to stop it today. We're going to talk about, um, the Raiders specifically, and, and the injuries around the Raiders, not necessarily within the organization, although Josh Jacobs has been injured, so that could be brought up. But we're going to talk a little bit about that for sure. We're going to do Corey's best bets of the week, and of course Daniel's going to have to compete against him and lose in the end. Um, and then hey. other than that, we'll just kind of see. We'll just kind of see where today goes because I got a good feeling about the vibe today. So, what's the trap game you guys were talking about before I hit the button? The Ravens Lions game. What's the line on it right now, Corey? Is it nine and a half? Uh, FanDuel's got the Ravens at minus seven and a half. Seven that's and a minus, half. Yeah, it's minus one eighteen, so probably like minus eight, really. Okay, I thought I saw maybe it started somewhere around nine or nine and a half, but I know you mentioned you don't like this line, and you wish you, you were thinking the Ravens should have more points, and I was thinking the same thing, and because of that, it's kind of scaring me, and maybe thinking that the Lions might have a little backdoor cover action on, on this game and uh, might make this a game with the Ravens. Do you, you think the same thing? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I said from the beginning, I think the Lions aren't going to be as bad as we think they are. I mean, I know they just got blown out by the Packers, but they had a pretty good offensive stone in week one, even though they trailed by a lot of points. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just the, – the golf thing just kind of freaks me out, like – He's a guy that could just show up out of nowhere and look like a superstar. So I don't know. I, and I kind of feel I'm always on the edge about the Ravens just cause I think Lamar is so volatile. Like I just feel like you don't know what you're going to get out of him. So I, I just stay away from this game. I think there's question marks on both sides, but yeah, I would say like if I were making this, this line, it'd be at nine points probably. So I guess if you're going to, if I was going to bet it, I would take Baltimore minus seven on FanDuel, but. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm scared. Well, Why? the good thing is when, when you talked about the Lions getting blown out by the Packers, that didn't happen until the end. Right. They actually shocked me, the way they played yeah, the that, Lions. That opening drive by uh, the Packers was incredible. And not only that, they were up at halftime, 17 to 14, and everyone was kind of mm. scratching their heads like, 
what's going to happen the rest of this game? Are the are the Lions for real? Because the 49ers were absolutely blowing them out in week one, and they came back and made that a game. Yeah. And that's, that's against the 49ers, who, I mean, we all think has a pretty good defense. Yeah. So uh, I'm rooting for the Lions, man. I hope they win this. What is it about the, what is it about the Ravens that you're concerned about? Was it Ravens you just said you were concerned with? Yeah. What I is just, it exactly? I feel like I feel like when Lamar gets down, it puts him in a tough spot because he's got to throw the ball more, and I, I don't think he's a great passer. I, I think he's fine. He's good, but um, I think it takes away a lot of what they want to do. So if the Lions start out, if the game goes the same way the Packers game did, I mean. Baltimore may not be able to come back in the second half. So it, I don't know. Baltimore was down like three different times against the chiefs and that's against the chiefs. That's demoralizing when the chiefs are up on you and they have the ball again. I mean, they, they just showed a ton of resiliency and they, I mean, they did what they needed to do to win. Lamar had a horrible, horrible start. He threw a pick six on the first drive. And then two drives later, he threw into like, Lockdown triple coverage. <laughs> I mean, he's Horrible capable. Bro. He can do it. But yeah, he ended with, I mean, over 200 in the air and 100 on the ground or something, three or four touchdowns. So, I mean, they can get it done. Yeah. Yeah, they can get it done. And, and Lamar Jackson got it done against the Chiefs. I mean, he, 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 he bested them. I didn't, I, Another one of those games, late night game, we, we were talking about this before the show, where, you know, you go to the game and you get some beers in you, and then it's really, it becomes difficult to, to remain invested all the way through the game to watch it live. So if you want to see the final minutes, you really have to go back and watch it again. I, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to pretend, pretend I don't pay attention at all, but I really didn't pay attention at all on Sunday because I went to the Colts game. That's, that's kind of what I'm trying to say. And halfway through the game, I turned that off. I figured Patrick Mahomes had won it. They didn't win it. I, yeah, at the very last minute I turned the game back on. I'm like, holy shit, Lamar Jackson has done it. And I, I think it's impressive. I want to I move on to the, to the Raiders here. I'm going to use the, the Ravens and Lamar Jackson's ability to best the Chiefs to talk about how the Ravens beat them just a week before, 33-27. to 27. And I want to have a conversation about the Las Vegas Raiders. First of all, do we think they're the real deal? Currently, Derek Carr is the leading passer in the NFL, the Raiders lead the NFC, I'm sorry, uh, the AFC West. And they're only behind in points scored. I think it was nine points. I don't have that stat in front of me, but I think they're nine points scored behind Kansas City. So they're clearly a powerful offense. They're winning football games. I want to know, if, are they the real deal? And then I want to know too, as far as the injury bug goes, there's always week, weeks one and two always have the most injuries. It really always feels that way because these guys are using their bodies in a way they hadn't been using them or to the level they hadn't been using them before. It just happens. It happens every single year. I want to look at that surrounding the Raiders to determine whether or not that, I guess there's just a lot of that around the Raiders. And I think they're the beneficiary of that. That's, does that, does that make sense? Does that make sense? Sure. I'll start with the layup next week. They're going against Miami and they don't have to play against Tua. So yeah, yeah, somebody help me grow this into a conversation here. You're good. You're good. I, I think they should win against Miami. Um, you're asking if we if we think they're real. I mean, they've definitely looked good. I don't think they're a bad football team. Um, I don't I don't know if they're real or not. I like looking at ESPN's FPI, which is just their like analytical 
like a computer does it. It power ranks all the teams in the NFL. They're in the bottom, eh, not bottom third, but they're almost there um, behind the Chargers, Pittsburgh, and then 2-0 Carolina. So, you know, and I, I feel like in a lot of people's minds, that's probably where they are. Now, I do hope they are the real deal. I think this is what, especially if you're a Raiders fan, you've been waiting for this to happen between Gruden and Derek Carr. I mean, this is what you brought Gruden in for. So I, I hope it is, but I hope this is it coming together and them getting it done this year. It's a tough division. They're not going to go 15 and two or anything, but um, I hope they make the playoffs. I think it'd be fun. I'm kind of on the fence too. I, I really don't know. It, it sucks to kind of put a label on a team two weeks in, especially when that team is the Raiders <laughs> who kind of are choke artists just kind of naturally. But, you know, I, I'm kind of in the same boat though. I'm kind of sort of rooting for them just because it, it seems like an organization that needs some wins and some, some hope. Um, you know, it's kind of like if the jets were starting to win, <laughs> I kind of would feel the same thing, but um yeah i loved that they came into pittsburgh last week and beat pittsburgh and pittsburgh was more healthy than the raiders were um you know with uh, josh jacobs sitting i i loved loved that win because the one against the ravens you know it was week one we don't know who these teams are they were at home still it was technically their home opener the first time in that stadium because there wasn't any fans last year so everyone was hyped, and, you know, there's just a different atmosphere. But you go into Pittsburgh and beat beat Pittsburgh and, you know, not really make it close. They won by nine, but it was, it was a little more wide gap than that if you watched the game. Um, so they have had a really impressive start, and I'm rooting for them. But, I, man, I do not know if they are for real or not. You know, what do I, you think, I Tony? think that's, that's – yeah, I think you kind of nailed it there. Remember when I was all over Washington football team and – for no reason other than Alex Smith, and I just wanted a good story. And then I got lucky, and it kind of happened, you know, with a playoff appearance and all that stuff. I kind of want the Raiders to do well, and maybe that's where this comes from. Am I overreacting? Well, last week we talked about overreactions in week one. Am I having a week two overreaction? I don't know. Uh, you know, we talked before the show. We, for, we forget, what have you done for me lately is what the NFL is. And, and Derek Carr was in the MVP conversation not very long ago. And he had Amari Cooper. Okay, so that's good at the time. But outside of Amari Cooper, there wasn't any one. Any, any, I mean, it, it clearly, Derek Carr has the ability, has the, all the ability. I see, him, I see him taking risks in these replays. I've been watching replays. But he's taking risks that he didn't take before. He's smart with the football. He, he's never been a huge turnover machine. He's got all the t arm talent in the world. He's just been contained. And I think maybe, perhaps, it's either one of two things. Gruden's finally whispered in his ear and got him to, to be brave and strong and big and strong. Or maybe he's got nothing to lose and he knows he's on a hot seat. I don't know. I don't know which one it is. But I think it's more of that. It could be. They traded one. away their entire offensive line, traded away or cut, and then they have a starting running back that's out. So, I mean, the defense is no, it's on him, and he's still doing it. He is doing it. So, and that's my thing is as long as he's going to continue to do it, I'm not going to forget that he's done it before. And I think he got cut short that year to injury. I don't remember. I think that just hit me right in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was against the Colts too, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, yep, I mean. It was. 
the man is talented. I've been on his team before. I'm back on I'm back on Team Carr. And yeah, I think the Raiders are the real deal, which is surprising to me because I think John Gruden's a complete idiot. But the problem is the Broncos look like the real deal. They're starting very hot. The Chargers look like the real deal, and we know the Chiefs are the real deal, and they've got to play six remaining games against those teams. So the division, usually it's in the division. Like if you if you beat people outside the, the, the division in your schedule, that's good. But, I mean, if they lose all six games inside their division, they're not making the playoffs. You know, the thing Simple about the Broncos, that. that defense, lowest points allowed potentially in the league, 26 points allowed. Patriots, the Bills are the only two teams in the, excuse me, AFC. I'm not looking at NFC, but in the AFC, only two teams have fewer points allowed. Good point with the Broncos. Yeah, so we don't know. Wait till they play the Chargers and Broncos because, I mean, they beat the Chiefs last year, and they almost beat them a second time. They kept it close. It was a barn burner, and they beat them the next game. So you never know what Raiders team is going to show up, but you kind of expect them to maybe lose both those Chiefs games. But, gosh, I would love to see them against the Chargers and Broncos just to see how they fare and where they're going to finish in that division. Daniel, last week – Miami was absolutely steamrolled. Is that going to happen yeah. again? Corey had already kind of acknowledged, and Corey, reinforce it if you want to. Now I guess it makes more sense. I'll ask, what, what does it mean with Tua being out and Brissett being in? Jacoby. Here's the thing. This is the exact game that the Raiders would blow. <laughs> you know, they get everybody pumped up. Everyone's excited for them, and then they, they go into a game – that they should win. And uh, they have Jacoby Brissett as their starting quarterback. Uh, and I could just see this being close. I, I, I don't know what there, there's nothing on a stat sheet that's telling me this game should be close, but I just have a gut feeling that the Raiders aren't going to blow them out. Will you bet this game? That, Are you going to bet this game at all? I will bet the game. What's okay. the line? I don't, I'm not looking at the line. Let's see. The line is three and a half Raiders. Oh, see that that's too low. I hate that. I'll take th- I'll take Raiders. So Vegas, and a half. hey, Vegas knows that line should be five and a half, six and a half. <laughs> I mean, take, Vegas knows. I'll take minus three and a half. I will too. That's too low. So maybe I won't bet the game. I'll bet the Raiders on three and a half. But you know, if it was if it was a touchdown or more, I'm I'm picking Miami to cover. Corey, anything else to add to this game? Hey, listen, you put Jacoby Brissett in the lineup. Oh my god. Hey. Oh Jesus. Hey. Uh, we're listening. Us. We're all listening. You never know. Jacoby's a dog. But yeah, yep. Raiders. Might, yeah, Raiders. Are <laughs> but I could see him blowing it. When I, as soon as you said, it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, the Raiders could blow this fucking game. You know what? Yeah. They they really I could. I see it. Yeah, I really could see it. <laughs> okay, so another notable injury injury surrounding the Raiders, but not necessarily tied to the Raiders, is Andy Dalton. Is he injured? Is that what happened here? Fate took over. He was not benched. He's correct? injured. Okay. That dude, that dude tore his ACL. I saw it on TV. Okay. Justin Fields is now the starter. And a, a post <laughs> by Matt Nagy, by the way. Because it made Yeah, it... I think he said something like when Andy Dalton is healthy and back, he is our starter. <laughs> no, that's not what it said. Give me oh, Okay. Geez. Well, he did say that though. No, he said that? Well, that was initially. And now yeah. he's changed it. No, no, so no. no. He, he said Justin Fields is still our starter when Andy Dalton is healthy. Oh my god, that's not what it was. And yes, it no, was. it's the opposite. He said, said something Andy about Dalton is our starter when he's healthy. My God, it said, oh, Jesus. Nagy, N-A-G-E. 
You sent it to me today, Tony, on well, your phone. Yeah. Is it in Twitter or text? I don't know. Jesus. Definitely not text. I didn't send it to you today. I showed it Maybe to you. Maybe you showed me. I think you just showed, I showed me in it person. To you. Okay. So that's a huge mess, and I'm not going to edit it out. We'll figure something out there. There's a tweet somewhere out there where Nagy essentially said, we're moving forward with Justin Fields, and that's our future. So it kind of seemed like, I wish I could have, I wish I had the tweet in front of me. Look for it. I promise you can probably find it easier, easier than I could, given the situation. I felt pressured, okay? But there's a tweet out there. I think Justin Fields is the starter. That's the point. Regardless, yeah. Justin Fields is the starter against the Raiders, not this week, but next week. So let's look at a week ahead and just play pretend here. Is this good or bad for the Raiders to have the rookie? Bears? Bad. The Raiders. This is So from the Raiders' perspective here, is this a good thing for them or a bad thing? Bad. Go ahead. I think Justin Fields gives them a way more dynamic offense. When you look at Andy Dalton, who's basically the Alex Smith of last year, you know, a guy that's getting phased out of the league, getting older. He's kind of a temporary placement. Um, it just Justin Field. I couldn't. Hey, I rush. couldn't hear anything you said over all that shit you talked about Alex Smith. <laughs> what did you say about Alex Smith? He he was getting phased out of the league, and we could easily see it. And he was a temporary placement at quarterback. That's what Andy Dalton is. And we knew it was just a matter of time for Justin Fields to take over. But if you give Justin Fields a week, a week and a half, basically, because he kind of came in last week and kind of adjust to more of NFL speed, get some rapport with some receivers, I think this is bad for the Raiders. If you're telling me you guarantee Andy Dalton starts that week, I think the Raiders you know, continue their hot streak against the Bears uh, because the Bears defense is – you know, spotty in some areas, not typically what they are, but Justin Fields on that offense is just so much more dynamic and they could do Matt Nagy can do so much more with that offense with him there. Yeah. And I definitely read that tweet wrong. Uh, Matt Nagy said when Andy, when Andy is healthy, he's our starter. What? I, yeah. I think the tweet I read, um, it kind of like ran together. Um, he said, Justin Fields is a starter. I interpreted it as even when Andy is healthy, Fields is our starter. So, I read that wrong. I found a different tweet. I promise you I did. What's your tweet? Well, I'm not looking at it right now, Corey. I already tried once and I got so frustrated I stopped. So I'm not looking it up right now. Are you talking about the tweet I was talking about? No, we're talking about different tweets. Uh, I was talking about the tweet that you were talking about, Corey. Oh, my God. I I read that so that when, like, Andy Dalton comes back and he's, like, healthy, you know, in quotes, Matt Nagy claims that he's going to be the starter again. But – if Justin Fields comes in, tears it up, there's no way he can go back. So this is on. Okay. 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 This is on fields right now, but this is from Andrew Siciliano. He's a red zone guy. I don't care about him. Here. And this hey, is what I found. I found it. Info. I found it. Adam Schefter bears head coach, Matt Nagy made this is as of 1257 PM. The, the 22nd of September bears head coach, Matt Nagy made the announcement that Justin Fields is Chicago's starting quarterback with the idea to clear out any distractions and speculations about the issue. We're ready to attack this thing moving forward, Nagy said. Moving forward. That, is, that to me, I thought for a second maybe he was, you know, 
accepting it. But I, I read it wrong. You're right. Maybe you guys are right. Because later he said Andy Dalton's the starter. So Nagy clearly still yeah. doesn't know what the hell's going on. And I don't know whether or not they're going to win, regardless of if Peyton Manning himself was the quarterback. If Tom Brady was the quarterback, they'd win. Is that right? The Bears would win. I don't even know. I don't even know. Tom Brady wouldn't associate himself with coaches like Matt Nagy. Okay. <laughs> but you do think that the Bears will win that game. So that you think that's going to stop the winning streak of the Raiders. Is that correct? Why, why are you talking about the Bears and the Raiders? What is Because that's on? next week's that's, game. That's next week. It's next week's next game. Next week. Okay. God. I got all fucking confused. <laughs> no, it's next week's <laughs> game. If they make it past Miami in this trap game, then yes. <laughs> all right. Corey, you want to take over? Best bets of the week? All right, let's do it. Best bets of the week. Welcome back to Best Bets of the Week, where I give you four spreads each week. Daniel gives you four over-unders, and we battle till the end of the season. The loser yeah, takes five shots along with other bets. Um, but we've, we, I, me and Tony were talking about it. We've got a lot of bets that have been settled, so we might have to do a mid-season five shots there. So, but anyways, uh, on the season, I'm five and three. I went three and one last week. Uh, what's your record on the season, Daniel? Um, sorry, five and three also. Okay, sweet. So we're tied. Uh, first game of the week. I'll just jump right into it. I got the Falcons plus three at the Giants. I know at the beginning of the season, I thought Giants were going to win this division, but I think they might be a hot dog doo-doo. Um, and... (laughs) Just looking at the game, I think I'm just going to take, you know, who's the Falcons play this week? They hung with a really good team, the Bucks. They put up a bunch of points. Um, yeah. Give me Matt Ryan. I don't know what's going on over there with the Giants. The Falcons are getting three points. I feel like they're the better team here. We're just going to take it all day. Next game, I got the Steelers minus three at home versus the Bengals. Uh, I think the Bengals are really hot doo-doo. I don't think Joe Burrows looked good at all. I think this defense is going to absolutely eat him alive. Ben Roethlisberger is going to start hitting the stride here. I think this is just an easy no-brainer. Steelers should, should cover. This could be a blowout. Do we uh, know if Big Ben's playing? I guess I guess I don't know. What's going on with Big Ben? He heard his peck. I think I – I mean, peck is pretty important. I'll look it up. Keep talking. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we might circle back to this if um, okay. Depending on what's going on with Rossberg, I forgot about that. I did. Yeah, I just that. hadn't. I just hadn't heard anything. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Um, and then I've got. I do have the Raiders minus three this week versus the Dolphins. Could be a trap game here, but the Raiders are the better team. Dolphins are starting to back up to Kobe. They put up zero points last last week with Kobe as the QB. Um, this is just a game the Raiders should cover. Could be a trap. May not be Raiders minus three. And then I've got the death plus ten and a half at the Broncos. Um, I know the Broncos are two and oh, but I don't think they're a top tier team. If that makes any sense. I know they've looked really good, but at the end of the day, Teddy Bridgewater is playing quarterback there. I know that defense is pretty decent, but um, I don't yeah. know. I, the, I'm with Zach, you. Zach Wilson could pop off, put up some points. I don't know. I I just I just feel it. Jets Jets are gonna cover that ten and a half. It's too many points. It's too many points for two teams that are I think are not very good. I know the Jets aren't very good, but I don't think the Broncos are either. I think they're they're just kind of showing out here early in the season. Um, so, so it, it looks it looks yeah. like I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it looks like Roethlisberger says things like I'm gonna do everything I can to play, acknowledges pain, 
not practicing with a pectoral issue. I would call it doubtful. I don't think we have doubtful. I mean, he never practices anyway. He's fine. No, 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 no. I think a torn pec is a big deal. That would leave them with Landry Jordan. I don't think it's a torn. Yeah, it's not torn. Jesus, dude. Yeah, torn pec puts you out for two years. I think that's what I'm seeing is a a pec injury. Okay, not a torn pec. I'm sorry. You could have strained it. Like, Jesus. Ben Roethlisberger's playing. If anything, this gives the Steelers, they should be favored by more points because Ben Roethlisberger's playing injured. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So you guys think he's playing? Okay. I'm rolling with it. Steelers I minus three. I don't care if it's Mason Rudolph or Tyrod Taylor. Steelers minus three. It does not say a torn peck. Just for the record, it does not say that. No, we we know that. You don't have to <laughs> confirm it with us. Wow, torn peck and ACL tear. Wow. Yeah. Comeback player of the year. He's he's not practicing. He's playing. Wonder why? He's playing. <laughs> Daniel, what you got this week? Um, I've got the divisional matchup chargers chiefs. I really like this game. It's 55 points. I'm taking the over on this. Um, chiefs are good and upset about that. Uh, comeback when the Ravens had, uh, last week, the Chargers have shown they could put up some points. Um, so I think this is, this is going to be a really good game, kind of a back and forth battle. Um, the next game bucks Rams, maybe the game of the week. Uh, this could be like the NFC, uh, you know, showdown the NFC championship at the end of the game, but that is also a 55 point over under. And I'm also taking the over um, the Colts offense with Carson Wentz should have put up, you know, mid thirties on, you know, on the Rams. And that was pretty surprising. Um, so maybe this Rams defense has some, uh, has some holes that the bucks can obviously exploit with Tom Brady and then the Bucks are just putting up points at will. I mean, Tom Brady already has nine touchdowns on the year, so I don't I don't expect that to to really slow down. Um, so Bucks Rams, I love that game. Give me all the pieces in that game. Um, Ravens Lions. Um, before last week, and I actually chose the under on the Ravens Chiefs game, which was way off because uh, it ended up being kind of a barn burner game. But uh, before that game, four out of the last five games that the Ravens had played had hit the under um, just kind of, you know, defensive reasoning. And I think the Ravens lions, it's 49 and a half. That seemed a little high to me. Um, so I'm going to take the under on that one. Um, I think the Raven, I, I think this is going to be a trap game. We kind of mentioned it earlier. I think there's, there's potentially three trap games on the schedule this week. Um, the Lions with the Ravens, and Corey, you mentioned uh, the other two, the Jets and Broncos. I think that's a, just a classic trap game. And then Dolphins-Raiders could be a trap game. But because uh, this is a trap game, those usually aren't you know high-scoring affairs. It's usually like a 23-20 to 20 type game. So um, I'm going to take the under on the, on the Ravens-Lions game there. And then the last one, Seahawks-Vikings. Love the potential that we have here. Derrick Henry absolutely obliterated the Seahawks last week. Uh, Ryan Tannehill threw one touchdown, and the Titans put up 33 points uh, You know, on, on the Seahawks. And the Vikings, they were just in a shootout with the Cardinals, so we know they could put up points, and the Cardinals are not a slack defense. So these are both defenses that are kind of struggling and offenses that are ascending. So the over-under is 55-and-a-half. And I'm taking the over on that. I think this this could be probably maybe one of the highest scoring games of the week, just like that Vikings Cardinals game I called last week. So those are those are my uh, over unders. I Real love quick. That. Um, 
do we have a live tracker on the on the bets that aren't settled yet? I think Corey, you said the what the Giants were going to win the division. Yeah. Yeah, and then I said, that. I said the 49ers yeah. are going to make the playoffs, right? And they're two, they're two and zero, aren't they? Yeah, we we screwed the pooch on that one. <clears throat> I lost one. That was against you guys. What other? Yo, yeah, Tim Tebow not making yeah, the Tim roster. Tebow, I said he'd make the roster. Wow, what an yeah. idiot! We were then... fifteen shots deep right now. <laughs> what? What? What other bets do we have open? That's the do three. We have a record. No, that's the okay. three. Yeah, and the best bets of the week. Okay. All right, well, sounds good. We'll have to keep track of those uh, throughout the next few weeks. We'll have to get a, another live tracker on those. Can I split mine up one for each show for the next 10 years? <laughs> We're going to have to do them all in one show, Tony. That's okay. the punishment. Okay. Okay. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. no. They, should, they should be over two shows. we got to figure out a break period. Oh, well, yeah, yeah I'd probably want two shows too if I was 15 <laughs> shots. <laughs> what you ought to start doing is making more bets – yeah okay yeah that sounds like up. a recipe for absolute disaster but you know what hey i'm willing to give anything a try man on the ropes you've been listening to huddle up a football podcast subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at huddle up nfl and at commissioner mister on twitter to keep up on the latest from the nfl and stay huddle up. in the huddle huddle up team on three one two three three Wow. 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 Wow.